Greetings and salutations uh, for those of you who still listen to my show, or anyone new, welcome. So, right now I'm deciding that I want to keep my podcast exclusive to itself, like exclusive to the podcasting platforms, because eh, I, I don't... I don't like filming myself doing my podcast. I like I like just doing the audio thing. I feel more free to have whatever body language that I want. And um, I'll just do YouTube exclusives. This is subject to change. My podcast knows what it wants to be. That is for sure. My podcast is meant to be audio logs, like basically a big free audiobook. Of me logging important things I think about reality and living in the world. And today, I would like to discuss the number one way I think everybody, or at least a lot of people, get misunderstood. And this is critical to self-reinvention realizing this. Um, I've said this once, actually maybe a few times on the show, where you're not obligated to be the same person you were five seconds ago. But a lot of the times we feel like we are. We have that false sense of an obligation put on us. A false obligation, maybe. Where we think we have to be stuck at the same job. We think we have to be stuck with the same partner. We think that we have to be stuck associating with the same people. We think we're stuck living the same way. You know? There's times when we think that. And that's why I think it's important to reflect on your mortality every morning. And have a bucket list. I'm a huge advocate of this. Um, But beyond that, I want to talk about the thing I haven't talked about yet regarding this. Is that, you see, you know, people will hold us to the memories and impressions they built of us. And, And this is often the case. And the thing is, like, we're always learning as we go. No matter how much of a professional or specialist we are at something, or no matter how we knew to it, no matter how new we are to it, or anywhere in between, like you'll you'll commit to doing one thing, and you'll start taking action on that thing. Like for me, I said I would do a podcast and YouTube video a day for each day of October. Um, but I started to learn more about what it meant to be a YouTuber and I started finding what all these different ways I could improve my YouTube channel where I could start adding visual elements and maybe smile more on camera, develop a better camera personality. And, um, on my podcast, uh, you know, I, maybe I could start adding background music. I'm not really sure. I was thinking about starting a whole new podcast project while still doing this one. But that's a, that's a different story for a different time. But the thing is, I, I committed myself to doing a video a day. And the more I did it, the more I started to realize what my limitations are, where I can expand them, you know, how I can improve the quality of the content. And eventually I broke the consistency. Uh, I, I mean, I broke the commitment as well as the consistency of doing it daily. Uh, because I started figuring things out. And I want to provide worthwhile things to the internet. And you see, the best is yet to come for everything. My YouTube channel is not sure what it wants to be. At this time, I just want to log things I think are important to that channel. Um, Where it's basically my podcast here, but summarized. 
And uh, this podcast is the long-form audio content of my YouTube channel. And I gave up on the newsletter. Nobody cares about it, and that's fine. People preferred reading my blog than they preferred signing up for the newsletter, and that's perfectly fine. Um, and I've been taking a break from all of my friends except for Cody. And I'm just associating with my mom, my dad, my nephew, and Cody at this time. Uh, they're the only people I will go on my way to initiate contact with or respond to. And the reason for that is to have everything simplistic. Cody and I have always been each other's number one supporter and best friend throughout life. My parents have always been very supportive of me and I'm very helpful. I'm very grateful for them. I love both of them and respect both of them. Um, and my nephew, he's just, he's just fucking awesome. He's the shit. You know, he, he's fucking cool. He's really smart. He's really kind, you know, quick on his feet, big hearted, very, very quick to pick things up too. I've noticed like skills and understanding things. He, he's a and he's a worthwhile conversationalist. And I, I when I talk to anybody, no matter their age, I, I talk to them like an adult. Yeah, I, I believe in treating young people with that kind of respect. And and taking seriously what they contribute to conversation. And kids can simplify so much stuff. <laughs> you know, it'll leave it'll leave you jaw dropped. You know, so I if you ever interact with a young kid and everything's going well, I encourage you to ask them what they think about things. And just listen to what they have to say. It, it'll blow your mind, usually. And so, people um, tend to hold us to what we say and how they view us. So it's like, it's like, wow, Chad Hostack is not uploading daily like he said he would. That is true. I'm learning as I go. I made a commitment, and I broke the commitment because I figured out how I could do things a lot better and a lot differently. And uh, I wanted some time to focus on myself because I'm going through a phase of self reinvention. Um, and, uh, in the B, how I put this at the end of 2019, I started going into a monk like state where I abandoned all my hopes and dreams and learned to be at peace with just existing and living my life. And I was on this pursuit of virtue and philosophy to understand myself better and to understand life better. And now I'm entering the stage where I'm ready to be more extroverted, more high energy, and more in control of my life, more confident, charismatic, and certain. And I, I've, I know that I've always wanted to be a showman of some kind. Music has been the main thing. Uh, and so music and screenwriting have been my main focuses. Uh, and by the way, as far as my books are concerned, my book projects, I have three different book projects. Two of them I'm over 50 pages in as of the beginning of 2020. And the other I'm a little over 23 pages in, but not quite 30. Um, last I checked, last I can remember, as of the beginning of this year. And my bucket list, I want to publish at least one body of music, at least one book, and at least one film. And so now I'm I'm in the stage of like getting out of monk mode and going back to uh, 
uh, being like um, a figure, a personality on the internet. Um, no longer to be like this uh, humble YouTube host or podcast host or whatever, but somebody who wants to entertain. And so my persona, my personality, it's going through some retooling, but it's organic and it is natural because it's truly what I want. And I'd be miserable otherwise. And like I'm saying, I'm going through different stages in my life. You know, I, we're all different people throughout life. That's the high contrast of life. And that's a concept or actually a reality that people have a hard time coming to grips with because it changes the way they see you and where you fit in their lives. And so it's as simple as you're learning as you go and you're naturally organically changing. Or even there might be a little bit of modification that's deliberate that isn't organic but possibly needed potentially um and you start changing your habits you start changing what you're doing and how you do it you start changing the way you think you start changing the way you talk you start changing the way you behave maybe even the way you dress and uh there's some people that will be supportive of it probably and there's some people who will probably not be supportive of it maybe even against it and then there's people who don't care which would be like 99 percent of the world who don't even know you um so the interesting thing is, is that this is where we get misunderstood because people, they're, they're not, they're not us. Um, they, they might know us to be a certain way. And when we change that, um, they have to figure out how to build a mental model of you that is accurate to reality, accurate to who you are, who you're becoming. And they also have to make room for that. And maybe they can't. Um, maybe you changing... It might be otherwise better for yourself, but for them, it, it might it might be too complicated for them to have you in their life. Um, I'm not saying that's going to always be the case or never be the case, but I'm saying that that's a possibility. And, you know, like an example of that from my life is when I was pursuing doing consulting as uncle Chatterico and it was a brand I had from like 2018 to 2019. Um, I was very extroverted and high energy, not just on camera, but even off camera. I had a certain lifestyle and certain set of beliefs that led me to behave like that. And I was very much okay with conflict. And then eventually I wanted to change from that. I wanted to study myself more and be more in tune with, my own ideals and philosophy. And that's what this whole podcast project has been about. It's not just about being dedicated to my nephew and helping him avoid unnecessary hardship. It's also about me defining what I actually believe about reality. Because I've always cared a lot about what I think about how things actually are. If we were to define reality for how it actually is, um, I care more about what I think about reality than actual reality. And so this whole project has been a interesting way for me to get in tune with what I actually think. And it's helped me become a more clear thinker and intellectual. And that, that's the funny thing. It's like that's how I've been using um, YouTube and podcasting as a way to uh, define my philosophy and share it with the rest of the world for free.
The only marketing I've ever done for my podcast or YouTube channel is I'd make a video or episode I'm proud of, send it to people I think might like it, and then they tell everyone else, and the YouTube algorithm and the Anchor algorithm, they do their thing, and they bring it to other people who might like it. And I, I wish I did have a more consistent audience um, <clears throat> or more consistent views than I do. Uh, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I just got to provide more value and encourage you guys to subscribe, which I would definitely appreciate. And you'll be glad you did. And so, you know, that, that's that's one of the things we're going to have to deal with that's unpleasant. In my opinion, being misunderstood might be one of the more, might be one of the most unpleasant things to feel. I'm not saying that from the position that you have to want to be understood I'm saying even if you don't care if you're misunderstood or not, it doesn't feel good to be misunderstood un un unless you really want that. <laughs> I, and I don't know why somebody would want to be misunderstood unless they're like a spy trying to be innocuous or something, trying to be secretive, hide their intentions. I don't know. But, you know, like if you're just uh, someone like me who wears their heart on their sleeve, you know, um, it feels good to be understood and it feels bad to be misunderstood. Um, but the thing is like, if you have the need to be understood, I would, I would, I would highly encourage you to do anything you can constructively and healthy wise to get rid of that need to value something else that's healthy for you and constructive. Like instead of, instead of wanting to be understood and have your self-esteem hinge on that, you can hinge your self-esteem on thinking and speaking and thinking and speaking clearly, communicating clearly. And then it's not your fault if they misunderstand or not. You're not responsible for them to understand you or not, but you are responsible for how you communicate. And you can communicate communicate as clearly as you can, and if it doesn't work out, you can say, I tried my best, and rest easy on that. So that's how I went about it when I chose to eliminate my need to be understood or my want to be understood. And, you know, uh, I believe that success for anyone is possible as long as they do the proper sequences. And for me, like, I'm really finding out what lurks in my heart. And I've always been somewhat of a showman at heart, an entertainer. Uh, and music has been the best way for me to, to, to capture that and make money and provide value. And I eventually want to break into film independently. And I eventually want to publish a book, like self-publish a book. But music has always been like my main thing in life. Up until 2015 when I left the music scene and left music entirely to, to pursue dating business, self-improvement, and other things of life. And now I have all this great wisdom and I have all this great stuff, these great experiences to draw inspiration from. You know, I, I'm really finding what works for me because I'm learning as I go. And that's going to be one of the key things in life is to always be a student of life. You're always learning as you go. It doesn't matter if you're teaching someone something. When you teach something to someone, you end up learning things, you know, right then and there. You know, so always be open to being wrong. 
always be open to new information and new perspectives, even when you're teaching. And uh, just be a student of life. And when you're learning as you go, it's okay to be misunderstood that way. People will be like, well, you said this, but now you're doing this. What's the matter with that? You know what? You can choose not to explain yourself. Maybe they don't deserve an explanation. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just trying to antagonize you and criticize you. Who knows? Or maybe they're trying to genuinely understand where you're coming from and why. what's all the hullabaloo. You know, what is this? What's the nature of this? And maybe maybe you feel you can't explain it to them and it won't cause any harm. But that's the other thing about life. When you explain yourself, you you open so many doors to be misunderstood even further, no matter how clear you might be. Because people can really only understand things in the ways that they know how. And um, I know this as somebody um, who learns through argument. And so schools never had the tolerance or patience or tools to teach me what I need to know. That's no over-exaggeration. There were some teachers that jived with me. And that did help me learn things. I aced health, psychology, history, um, PE. Uh, let's see, I, I was really not good at math. I don't know. There, there's just some, there were just some things that uh, I, I didn't get to fully learn. And uh, also, it goes outside of school. In my personal life, like me just being direct, asking a question to get to the heart of the matter, that can offend people and put their guard up so easily. I might ask, well, why does that matter? And the, they, the, they'll get defensive, you know. But it's just the way that I think. It's just the way that I learn. And, uh, you know, that's unfortunate for me. <clears throat> so I know very well what it means to be misunderstood. And me being the way I am has caused me a lot of problems. And it's hindered my growth as a person. And it still is to this day. I'm so grateful for a laptop and internet connection and an income where I can learn via courses and not have to directly deal with someone. Because I can just learn on my own and figure it out that way. Also, I'm grateful for books and audiobooks, uh, So I can learn that way too. So, and that's also the main reason self-education is the primary idea, the first primary idea that shapes my worldview. And by the way, if I had to choose one idea that shapes my worldview primarily, it'd be the Peter Principle, just throwing that out there. However, self-education is the first primary idea that shapes my worldview because that's what led me to a positive outlook on humanity and life. Just being able to learn on my own, at my own pace, in the ways I know how. I'm grateful for smartphones and grateful for Google. You know, I just got a lot of gratitude. I also have a lot of love to give. You know, sometimes that comes on a little bit too strong to some people. And a lot of the times it's not always reciprocated. But that's okay. I believe in giving without expecting in return. Yeah. It's not my loss if someone <laughs> declines what I have to offer. It's their loss. I got plenty, <laughs> so I'm good, you know, and if someone passes up the opportunity to listen to my podcast or view my YouTube channel or check out any of my projects, yeah, it's their loss, not mine. Yeah. And you know what? Like there's more than one person who likes my podcast. There's more than one person who likes my YouTube channel. So there must be more people out there, maybe even 1 million. 
maybe even beyond. Who knows? And I don't really know what the least amount of subscribers I would take is. Maybe 90,000? I don't know. But, you know, if you've tuned in reg- For those of you who do tune in regularly to this podcast, chances are you have a high IQ. Um, and you may find what I say to be worthwhile. And there, there's people in my personal life who absolutely love my podcast. Which, I have been thinking about having Tom Holders on again before I move. I've been thinking about that and maybe bringing on a new guest. I might get Ron on here. <laughs> Ron, Ron's a very matter-of-fact person. He's very factual. So when I'm around him, I can't just say stuff just to say stuff. I have to have data to back everything up. <laughs> I can't get away with stuff with Ron like I do on here. Like I, like I do on the internet. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he likes my podcast, too. He, he likes what I'm up to. He supports me. Um, but you know, there's no shame in being misunderstood and there's no shame in providing value and it's not reciprocated. And and there's certainly no shame in learning as you go. I know, I know that feeling where it's like everyone expects you to know everything right off the bat or how to do something right off the bat. And you know, sometimes maybe that is the case. Sometimes, sometimes I'm sure, but you know what? That's not what matters. What, what matters is you give yourself the patience and the time to learn as you go and just do your best and once you do your best find a way to do even better and yeah my nephew mike and i we have a thing that we say together i say to him you go from step one and he says two step two and that's the key thing in life just uh, just like learning as you go you got to go from step one to step two Thank you for listening.